Uh, we are at the top of Daf Nun Bet 52, Amud Aleph. Okay, continuing with a, uh, a discussion of what animals can go out with. Tana uh, Dvei Menashe. Uh, there was a shiva uh, person from uh, the shiva of Menashe's shiva. He says, "Eis shikakak elo bein karneha ayotzot ba'afsar b'shabbat." If you've got a goat and you had a hole uh, between its horns uh, and you've attached this afsar, this bit uh, between its horns, uh, you are it is allowed to go out uh, with it on Shabbat. Uh, and one of the concerns, which we haven't really mentioned yet, uh, is the fact that uh, not only will this uh, thing be a burden, which is what we discussed uh, yesterday, if it's uh, too heavy uh, or too restrictive, it might be considered a burden or else it was too light. That was the discussion, uh, and and it uh, is therefore uh, it it does it, it i.e. too light i.e. It, it doesn't restrain the animal sufficiently. Uh, that is considered a burden. What we hadn't discussed uh, was the fact that an animal could also uh, have something that is uh, uh, it, it could drop off, and if it drops off, you might come to pick it up. Uh, we'll see a lot more about this uh, in the next uh, chapter, what a woman can go out with, uh, for example, different types of jewelry. Uh, is there a concern that she'll take it off and show it to a friend and thereby carry it? Uh, and, and, and so there's also a concern with an animal. Uh, we're saying here, in terms of this goat, uh, once you have carved out this hole in its horns, uh, then it is uh, not able, the, 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 the bit uh, that you've put through it uh, is not able to... Uh, or won't uh, actually um, get uh, won't fall off, and as a result, uh, will be will be okay to to hold on Shabbat. All right, uh, by Rav Yosef. So Rav Yosef asked the question: Takav uh, What is the case of uh, putting a through the animal's beard? Uh, if, if it's a goat and it's got uh, it, you, you put it in uh, its uh, go, the goat's beard, uh, you know, is that defined as a sufficient uh, you know that it won't drop out? On the one hand, because if it tries to pull it out, it will hurt it. So it will stop it uh, from putting it out. And there, uh, therefore, it, uh, it, it won't uh, try, you know, tear it away. Uh, or Dilma, or what do we say? Zimnin dirafe vanafil. Or maybe just sometimes it comes loose uh, on its own and then would fall off. And then you will, you will come to carry it for Amot in the Rishut Harabim. And the Gomorrah ends up unresolved uh, with a Teku. All right, Tanan Hatam, a uh, similar kind of idea. Uh, we learned there in a Mishnah, there's a Mishnah in two daf time. Velo, karneha. A cow can't go out with a strap between its horns. Now, why? What is the reason for that? He says, There's a machloket between Rav and Shmuel as to what the reason is. Uh, whether it is to beautify the cow uh, as, as some kind of uh, ornament on the cow or uh, whether it is to uh, uh, just make the cow, uh, to, to secure the cow, to make sure that it doesn't run away. Uh, he says that is, uh, it, it is forbidden to go out 
uh, it is defined as a burden. Uh, and the second one, v'chadamar, lenoi asur. If you just put it on for beautification purposes, uh, that's not necessary. A cow could be, uh, doesn't need this to restrain it, uh, and therefore if it's for be- purpose of beautification, uh, then, that's, uh, then that's no good. However, uh, in the situation that it, it does need to be restrained, we'll see some examples uh, of that uh, in, a, in a bit, uh, uh, it says mutar. according to the second opinion over here uh, only for beautification purposes it would not be allowed however if it is just to, if it is to restrain the animal uh, then it would be permitted uh, to go out so now uh, we said that uh, Rav and Shmuel had a machloket and we said one, one said this and one said that now we try to work out who says what? Am Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says it is time. We try to say that Shmuel holds the second opinion. We differentiates uh, between for beautification purposes uh, or for, where he says it's not allowed, uh, and for guarding purposes where he says it's allowed. That was the second opinion we had. Uh, how do we know that? Am Rav Huna Barachia Am Shmuel Halacha Kechananya. Uh, that Shmuel reported, uh, or Rav Huna Bahia reported uh, that Shmuel said the lacha goes like Chananya. And Chananya had said, uh, as we saw yesterday, uh, excess, excessive restraint uh, on an animal, there's no problem. Even if an animal needs a lesser form of restraint or a certain amount of restraint, you put an extra uh, thing on it, an extra amount of restraint on it, uh, even if that is, is excessive, uh, it is not defined as a burden. Uh, and, and Shmuel quoted that and he says Alacha goes like that and uh, and therefore even though it's it's giving this extra restraint, Shmuel would say uh, for guarding purposes it is fine. So surely that is Shmuel's uh, opinion uh, that guarding is fine. Uh, Amalei Abai. Abai says, no, not necessarily. Adarava, maybe you could even go the other way. Tistan de Shmuel hu amar uh, so, so maybe Shmuel holds like the first opinion where he says a blanket rule that a uh, cow is not allowed to go out uh, with this uh, collar on at all, uh, the strap between its, its horns uh, and why. Uh, in, in terms of uh, you know, whether it is for beautification purpose or to uh, act as a, some form of restraint, uh, it says, Dam Rabbi Huda, where does he know that from? I'm a Shmuel. Uh, and uh, Rabbi Huda said in the name of Shmuel, so uh, Shmuel states it, so the, the, the implication is uh, that he holds like that and he's not just reporting it. Machlifin. Uh, Lifnei This is also we had this uh, discussion yesterday uh, when we discussed uh, after straight after the the Mishnah had quoted it, we said uh, the different types of animals that can go out uh, with the, the the different types of restraints. Uh, we said uh, we switched these around in front of uh, Rebbe Yehuda Nasi, and we said Shalzu Mahu. What happens, for example, a camel goes out with something that's too light, or uh, you know the the, the white. Uh, um, the white camel goes out with something that's too light, and the normal camel goes out with something that's uh, uh, an excessive restraint for it, uh, and and that's what they they swapped it around in front of Rebbe uh, and and Amala Fanav, uh, Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Yossi. He says Kach Amar Abba, uh, and that's what uh, it was reported by Rebbe Yossi's son uh, and Rebbe Shmuel's, uh, you know, Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Yossi's son, in the name of his father. Uh, it says Abba. Uh, there are four animals that can go out uh, with this uh, uh, this bit, 
this halter uh, and uh, it's uh, one of those hasus the horse uh, period uh, the the mule the uh, gamal the camel the uh, uh, and also a donkey surely lav lemuta gamal bechatam surely that means that if you put a camel with a nose ring which is excessive for it uh, that is uh, more than what is needed uh, and uh, and therefore it should be because Shmuel had quoted this uh, surely he agrees with it so surely he is saying that uh, uh, it is an excessive amount and uh, is not allowed so therefore he'd be holding like the first opinion uh, that we saw earlier uh, and the Gemara says well we've got two conflicting statements of Shmuel uh, and the Gemara's answer to that is Samehai Mikamehai uh, erase this one uh, and, uh, and, uh, and keep the, the, the first one the Gemara says Ramaya Chazit the Mesamet Hai the Kamehai why would you uh, erase uh, the second statement uh, that Shmuel says and keep the first one Samehai uh, the Mekifai well you know maybe you should knock out the first uh, statement and keep the second uh, and uh, um, you know, the Ashkakan Shmuel had Amar Lenui Asur Shmuel Mutar Ditmar because you know maybe we we find that the first statement uh, is is uh, the, or the second statement uh, that Shmuel says uh, for for uh, uh, for just beautification purposes Asur but to guard it it is Mutar Ditmar as we have a third statement of Shmuel to Amar Rav here Baasi Amar Rav. Uh, in the name of Rav, the blanket thing, or a blanket statement that uh, whether it's for beautification purposes or for guarding purposes, it is Asur to guard Rav here, but Avin So here we have another statement of Shul Noi Asur Lashamer Mutar that uh, for beauty it is not allowed. However, uh, if it is for uh, guarding purposes, it is fine uh, in terms of that. All right, so there we have a. Uh, uh, another statement of Shmuel. So here we, we have uh, two statements of Shmuel uh, that, that support it. So we must say that second statement um, that we had said before, Shmuel was just reporting uh, what he had heard, uh, but that wasn't his own uh, opinion, and that's how we can reconcile these things. Okay, Meitve, uh, uh, we we have now a discussion. Kasha, Alea. Uh, is that really true that uh, uh, if, if something is on uh, an animal uh, that, uh, that that guards it, it is uh, fine? Now, what happens about the following case? Uh, if you have a para aduma, uh, you've got a, a para aduma, and we're going to see uh, if you if you tie a uh, if, uh, a para aduma with these. Uh, Musura, which is uh, reins, uh, which are attached to a bit, uh, then it is kashera. You still can use it uh, in the para aduma surface. Why? What is the problem? If you say that it is a masui, you say this is a burden, uh, uh, that is problematic uh, because when it comes to a para aduma, one of the conditions, besides it being completely red, uh, one of the conditions without any form of black hair, uh, or, or, the, the, or at least you know, just maybe one black hair is fine, uh, but that's, we're not discussing it really in depth now, but that's uh, one of the conditions. Uh, but one of these conditions, a uh, very important condition, Asher, uh, it's not allowed to have had a burden on it. 
amarachmana. If it has had a burden on it, then it is not fit to be used in the pra aduma ritual. Uh, and therefore, as a result, uh, surely, uh, if you're putting, uh, it says, if you've got a, uh, if you're tired, uh, its horns, uh, you know, or tired, there's rain uh, to its horns and uh, uh, to, to a bit uh, that is uh, making, that, that, that surely that is an all, surely that is uh, saying that it is something that uh, is, is a yoke on it. Uh, and therefore, Amarabai, Bimnicha, um, earlier. So we have uh, three answers uh, to to this question. Uh, in, you know, just you know, once again, uh, what are we saying? We say that uh, surely uh, this, uh, if you're restraining it, uh, it is not considered a burden. So then, why uh, you know would, would would we say that Shmuel says uh, in, in terms of uh, the red heifer, uh, surely that is a restraint uh, on it. And uh, and and we so we give three answers uh, to that. Amrabai, uh, the first answer. Uh, you're taking it from uh, city to city, even uh, the red heifer. So then that is defined as uh, uh, an, a normal uh, type of restraint and not an excessive thing. So it's therefore not a burden. Uh, uh, that uh, so Even though it's on it and uh, you might be doing securing it in a, in a way that's more then is required, uh, that is not problematic. Rava Amar, uh, Rava says, Shani para de demea yekarin, because uh, the para dema is such a valuable item, uh, then uh, is it's, you know, we, we have to secure it more uh, carefully than all other cows. So you can't, nothing can happen to it, you don't want it running off, uh, injuring itself, because also it can't have a mum on it, uh, and, and therefore uh, you have to take extra extra care uh, over it so uh, it has to be uh, guarded uh, in a better in a more higher way so even though you've you've tied this uh, contraption to uh, to it to its bits uh, it's not an excessive restraint uh, it's not defined excessive ravina amar third answer bumoredit uh, here we're dealing here with a para aduma uh, that is a bit wild uh, and 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 therefore uh, it needs a bit of extra uh, guarding and therefore this is not defined as an excessive guarding Okay, uh, continuing, we quote our Mishnah, Sus Basher, a horse can go out with a chain around its necks, and so too, said the Mishnah, all animals that have uh, chains uh, can go out uh, with chains around their necks, and it said also they can be pulled uh, by those chains. So the Gomorrah says, well, what are we talking, you know, surely that seems to be, it's a little bit repetitious, we're not sure what it means, uh, and we say, that's the question, uh, what do you mean can go out, and what do you mean can get pulled by it? Uh, that that is uh, the, the question. Amravuna, first answer, or Yotzin Kruchin, or Nimshachin. Ravuna is more lenient. It says either the chain could be wrapped around its neck, i.e., you are not uh, using it as uh, to pull the animal uh, just yet. You wrap it around its neck. That is not defined uh, as a burden. It's defined to make it look uh, pretty. Or you can use it uh, as uh, a, a, a chain whereby you, you pull uh, the animal uh, with it. Ushmolamar, no. Yotzin, Nimshachin, no. The only way you can take an animal out 
uh, with a chain around its neck. If you use it to guide the animal, to pull the animal along, uh, but you can't uh, have it tied around its neck uh, as some kind of uh, beautification. That is defined as a burden, and you wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, we learned in a brighter Yotin Kruchin Le Mashach. So it says they can go out with chains uh, which are like loosely uh, around their necks. Uh, so in case you need to do it, you, you can uh, grab it uh, by its chain and pull it uh, even though it's tied around its necks. Uh, and uh, that's the brighter. I'm Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef says, Chazina lahai liglu devei Rabbi Rabbi devei Rav Huna Yotzin Rav Sarin Krochin b'Shabbat. He says, I saw these calves of Rav Huna's uh, house go out uh, on Shabbat uh, with these bits and the the, the reins uh, wrapped around their necks. So he says that that is fine. Kiyata Rav Dimi. I'm a Rav Kanina. So Rav Dimi uh, came to uh, um, uh, from Eretz Yisrael. He said uh, that uh, Rav Kanina said, "Malot Shabbat Rebbe Yotzot Sarehin Bashabat." He said, "I saw uh, these these mules of Rebbe Yehuda Nasi's house. They they went out uh, with their bits on Shabbat." Ibailu, Kruchin or Nimshachin. So, what does that mean? Uh, what does that mean with their bits? Uh, does that mean that their bits were, were, were there and there were reins attached and they were hanging down so they had to be uh, pulled? Okay, Kruchin, uh, or were they Kruchin? Or they Kruchin uh, tied around their necks as, uh, you know, or Nimshachin, or were they, uh, a, they have to hang down so that they were had to, could be pulled? So, Tashma, Kiatarav Shmuel, Baihuda, Amrav. Ama uh, Khanina. Well Shmu Bayuda uh, comes, he said that uh, he said that Rav Khanina says, um Malaot Shabet Rebi, Yotot Bafsarahin, Kruchin Bashabat. He says these mules uh, of Rabbi Huda they went out and they had these uh, their reins wrapped, uh, the bits of their reins, uh, the halters wrapped around their necks. So he, that that was uh, his view. Amru al Rabbanan Kamaid Rav Ashi, the Rabbi said uh, in, in front of uh, uh, Rav Ashi, Asi, sorry, uh, hi, Rav Shmuel by Yehuda, uh, Lord Tricha. We didn't actually need him to, to say that. Uh, surely uh, we, he, we could have worked it out uh, from the, the previous statement. Uh, what was that? Me, Rav Dimi, Nafka. We would have learned it out from the statement of Rav Dimi uh, because. He says because uh, if you know if it was able just if all he's reporting is that uh, it were, were to be if it were had to hang down and that you're able to pull it uh, he says we could have learnt it from uh, the, the the previous statement he says uh, you know we, we would say uh, that what Rabbi Huda said that Shmuel said. Why? Dam Rabbi Huda, Adam Shmuel, because Rabbi Huda says in the name of Shmuel, Machlifin Hayu Lifna Rebbe, because we swapped the, the Mishnah around uh, in terms of Rebbe, we quoted this earlier, Shalzu Bazu Mahu, in terms of all of these animals, uh, you know, what happens if you put the excessive restraint on an animal that doesn't need it? Amalafanav, Rebbe Yishmael, Rebbe Yossi, he says, Kachamar Abba, Abba Bahemot Yotot Babsar, Hasus Vaperi Vagamal, 
Vachamor. He says the four animals can go out: the horse, the mule, the camel, and the donkey. Uh, and uh, and therefore uh, it is with this afsar, uh, with this bit. And therefore we would we you know that that would would clearly uh, show uh, that it, uh, it it could be pulled uh, by 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 that. So then if it was just that, so it's obvious uh, that he was talking about it wrapped a kruchin wrapped around its neck. So we said no amalahim. Ravasi, Ravasi said, "No, uh, that uh, what what I said uh, was um, the, you know, what what was said uh, was actually necessary. Why? It's Rikluhu. It's Rikha. Why do you need to say that? Di Ravi Nafka. If it was only from that statement of Ravi Huda, uh, he says, Havamina Amalafanav. They said uh, to him, Velo Kibla Mina, but he never actually accepted it uh, from." him uh, so that's why we needed the extra statement of Rav Dimi uh, to make sure that he actually accepted it and he actually uh, did that uh, and then we go and we say actually Rav Dimi and if it was only from the statement uh, of Rav Dimi Havamina uh, then you would have gotten to the situation of lesser novelty Hani uh, Mili Nimshachin, uh, maybe we've only said pulled, aval kruchin, uh, but if it was only wound round, uh, law, uh, if it was wound round its neck, uh, then it couldn't go out. Kamash Malan, the Rav Shmuel, by Rav Yehuda. Therefore, we, we had to have that statement of Rav Shmuel by Yehuda, and therefore that's why we need uh, all of these statements uh, to teach us uh, this law. So we quote from the Mishnah, Umazin Elayin, Vitovlin Bemukuman. It says if these chains around the animals' necks got tumor on them, uh, then you can either, if it's too much mate, you'd have to sprinkle on it on the third and the seventh day. Uh, so you you would have to do that, and also uh, in terms of uh, of uh, if you have to if they became tame, uh, normally uh, as well they would have to be toiveled in a mikveh. They'd have to go to mikveh, and it says you could even put the animal in with it on. Uh, so the Gemara's question, the Maimra, the Bnei Kibulei Tumaninhu, is it really so that these uh, collars or chains uh, on an animal are will contract tumor? Uh, is that is that uh, a, a real thing? Vatanan, Tabot Adam, if it's a human ring, then it is able, to, is susceptible to tumor and can become tame. But if it belongs to an animal, a ring on an animal and a ring of a uh, of kalim of utensils, and also uh, all other types of rings uh, are you know, that people don't wear uh, are all tahor. Uh, in other words, they cannot become tame. So how do we reconcile that brata? And Rav Yitzhak uh, Nafcha, he says, Ba'inen noi adam loi bahema. He says, uh, what happens is, is that uh, what uh, this was uh, belonging to a person, the ring belonged to a person, became tame uh, when it was on the person. And now uh, it gets used for noi uh, de bahema. And now it gets used for a uh, uh, a, a decoration on an animal. So really, it's a human ring uh, that you put on an animal. The human didn't want it anymore, and now you put it on the animal, and that's why it became tame uh, when it was on the human. That is Rav Yitzhak Nafka's uh, view. 
Rav Yosef Amar, he gives a different understanding. Well, Adam, Mosheikh, he says, because a person is pulling his animal uh, along uh, with it, uh, it says it becomes tame because the person is using it. Uh, and me not, Tanina, haven't we learned in a Brata? Makal shel behema, a stick of an animal. In other words, you know, to to uh, to push an animal along to keep it uh, to prod it. Uh, if it is uh, a metal, makabel tumah. It is uh, does receive tumah. My time will vadam because it's a person prodding the animal uh, with it. Hachanami, the same thing here, because a person is using uh, these rings uh, or the collar or whatever it happens to be to pull the animal along. And uh, as a result, uh, because it's functional for a human being, it becomes like a human being's ring. Uh, okay, we uh, we uh, then uh, s- uh, said in our mission of a tovlin b'mukoman, you can uh, tovel it when it is still in place. Vahika uh, chatzitza. Surely this is an interposition uh, which obstructs the animal uh, from getting to the actual water of the mikvah. Uh, two ways of understanding it. Uh, the one way is the animal's neck. Uh, is uh, is is very big, uh, and uh, the other way. Um, well, let's just actually use that way. Uh, they say the animal is um, uh, the 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 animal's neck really sticks through, uh, and uh, the animal it, it can't be it can't fit through. Uh, any other water can't fit through between the animal and the neck. So Amrav Ami Ritkan. Uh, he says, what happens is, uh, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll, uh, oh, no, sorry, uh, that's it. So, uh, um, uh, Rav, Rav Ami says, uh, what, what happens is, is that you've got uh, these rings uh, that, that were uh, tightly uh, done, but you've, you've hit them uh, with a, a, hammer, a hammer, so you've, they have now been stretched. Uh, as it were, uh, and uh, and therefore the water can go around them. So the, the, it's it's not that the rings are too small uh, anymore. Now there's there's space uh, to go around uh, the water to go around from the mikvah. But I'm Ami Kerebi Yosef is Is it really? Uh, do we should we should say that Rabbi Ami holds like Rabbi Yosef? Uh, why? Rabbi Yitzchak Nafka. If he holds like Rabbi Yitzchak, Amar Bevinan. Uh, he says that uh, what what he was saying, our Mishnah is talking about uh, changing the uh, designation from a human being's um, uh, object to an animal's object, as we just saw. That was the first uh, um, understanding of of uh, how an animal's uh, ring could be tama. We said it was transferred from an, an from a human to an animal. Uh, if if that is the case. Um, so then it would be it must it can't be going like him why uh, because if it went like him kevan uh, uh, the minute he started uh, stretching it and hitting it so that it could uh, fit on the animal avad uh, he has done uh, a, an action uh, with it and minayu and then the tumor should disappear uh, from it because once you do an action on something tame the tumor should disappear as we see it none as we learned in the Mishnah. 
b'machshava. Uh, all uh, vessels can become tame uh, just by thinking about them. In other words, uh, if you think that you have finished uh, with a vessel, it turns into a completed vessel, and as a result, uh, it uh, is uh, susceptible to tumah. But in order for it to um, uh, get a uh, uh, stop being tame, you have to do an action uh, to it. So, uh, and once you've done the action, in this case, uh, hitting the ring uh, with the hammer, uh, surely you have taken the tumor away because now you've started working on it uh, until you uh, until it gets to its final state. Uh, then you say, oh, I'm finished with it, uh, and then it becomes susceptible to tumor again. So surely once you start hitting it with a hammer, that is defined as changing it, and therefore uh, you wouldn't even need to toivel it. Uh, and, and, and therefore we say that is... Um that goes against Rav Yitzhak Nafka because we said if it was a human being's uh, ring, even if it was Tamei, uh, you have now hit it to become, uh, with a hammer, to become like an animal's uh, utensil. And as a result, it should become t- uh, Tahor now, uh, immediately. And then, uh, you know, he said, we say not uh, necessarily, Savalaik Rav Yehuda. He holds like Rav Yehuda, I'm a master, let's a cane. Uh, that the, the action that you do to take this thing out of purity, love, um, uh, master who <coughs> he says uh, something that you, you do to fix something uh, is not defined as uh, changing it. Uh, it's not defined as a master in terms of removing it from tumor. Uh, it's not an action in taking out the tumor. The tumor remain. How does the tumor leave? At Atanya. Uh, as we learned in Ebrata, Rabbi Hudomar, Loamar, Shunu Bemasa, Lishunu Masa, Latakain, Ella, Kalkal. What you have to do is actually break uh, the item and then reform the item. Once you break it and reform it, uh, then the tumor disappears. But a modification uh, which does not break the animal, in this case where you just hammer it uh, so it's able to fit onto the animal a bit easier, uh, that is not defined uh, as, uh, as, as breaking it. And as a result, uh, the, um, the, uh, it, it, it will uh, not take the tumor away from this object. All right. Manitin Tana Mukulalin. Uh, we are talking here. Uh, the answer uh, for that is to say, actually, we are talking about a uh, a large ring in the first place. So therefore, uh, that's the reason that is not a chetzit, because the whole the whole the, the whole question uh, was. Uh, talking about uh, this, uh, that it, it uh, how could it not be a chatzitza and we we it can't go like nafka uh, etc. And therefore, what is the answer? No, we're talking. The reason that it's not a chatzitza uh, is because the rings are very uh, widely spaced to start off with. Uh, so that's why it's not a chatzitza. So it, in theory, it could have given this answer up front, uh, but it just needs to go through the uh, the discussion of uh, of all of it and and just take us through that um, whole. Back Backwards and forwards, uh, but and that that could have been the, the very first answer, and then we wouldn't need any of, um, of the other stuff. Okay, good. Uh, next uh, two little bits uh, to finish off the daf, uh, quite similar one to each other. Shal Talmid Echad Migalil Ha'Elion Et Rabbi Eliezer. One Talmid asked from the Galilee, asked uh, Rabbi Eliezer, um, what did he say? Shemati Shechokin Bein Tabat LeTabat. I've heard that is the distinction uh, between two different types of rings. Uh, and uh, I'm not quite sure what that distinction is. So, Amalor, 
שמא לא שמעת אלא לעניין שבת, אלא עניין טומא דא ודא חרהו. He says it must have been in terms of uh, taking a, a ring out on Shabbat, uh, if a ring uh, is... Um, needed uh, as like kind of a piece of jewelry uh, you'd be allowed to take it out uh, on shabbat uh, other things no uh, other types of rings we'll see this also again i think much more uh, the next chapter what type of rings you can take out rings for sealing you can't uh, jewelry you, you you may be able to okay so he says i've heard that maybe it's only talking about shabbat uh, but for tuma uh, all rings are the same for tuma and the gemara says wait one sec we've just got finished saying uh, uh, that the the rings for there are it is a difference between rings for tuma and not linian tuma uh, uh, is it really so that there's only uh, one law of, uh, of 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 a ring it says vatanan tabat adam vatabat tabat adam tmeya tabat bahema v'kailim v'shakulam tabaot torot we just actually quoted this uh, mission we say a person's ring uh, is uh, susceptible to tuma uh, but uh, if it is an animal's ring or a ring from uh, some form of utensil uh, or something like that uh, and and other rings that people don't wear they are all tahor so how do you reconcile that uh, we say no kikamale inu what was his statement made about nami Badam Kamalai. No, he says uh, the, the uh, rings uh, between people, uh, he says, are not uh, different. The Gemara is still not satisfied uh, with that answer. Uh, it, it, it says, Dadam, Da, Vada, Achat, who are we really saying? That all human rings are the same. Vatanya, uh, we have a brat of the taught. Tabat she hitkina lachor ba motnav, lakashay ba bain katefav tohora. What happens if you have a ring that you've uh, put uh, to uh, on a belt uh, to tie it around your waist or uh, as a type of clasp uh, on your shoulders? They say that is part of clothing. That is tahor. Um, and it says, uh, So he says, I'm only talking rings on the fingers. Those are the only ones that became, uh, that can contract tumor. Uh, and and uh, and therefore, so th- there is a distinction even between rings worn by humans. So again, he has to he's forced uh, so to to qualify. He kamar lay e nami etzba kamalei. He says no. When I said there's no difference between different rings, not only is it uh, the difference between uh, human rings, I say that there's no difference, but it's rings of on fingers. There's no difference on rings on fingers. The Gemara says again the etzba davadayachati. It's even on 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 human rings on fingers. Uh, there is a difference. Vatanan, uh, we learned in a Mishnah. Tabat shel matechet v'kotamol shalamog. What happens if the ring is made of metal uh, and the seal? On it is made of almog, which is either a type of wood or else even maybe a type of coral. Um, tmaya, that is defined as tama, is susceptible to tuma. He uh, shall agmog, but if it is uh, totally uh, made of um, uh, 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 coral, uh, and, and it's it. For more shall matechet, but if it's opposite, made of coral, and the seal is made of wood. 
uh, uh, sorry, the seal is made of metal, uh, Torah, that is Tahor. No, he says, and therefore he's, he's forced to qualify it again. He says that only the, the, I'm talking uh, only a human ring that is worn on the fingers made of metal. Uh, there's no difference in those type of things. All of the, the, the laws of those are all the same. Okay, so he's he kind of uh, forced to qualify it. Uh, um, numerous times. So a very similar kind of discussion uh, then ensues with a different uh, uh, material, I mean a different utensil now. Uh, child, another question he asked, Ramati Shem Cholkin Bain Machat Lamachat. I've heard that there's differences between uh, two different types of needle. I'm not sure what the distinction is. Uh, it says, Amalei, uh, so his answer to him, Shema Lo Shemata Elal Inyan Shabbat. Also, in terms of uh, taking a needle out uh, from a uh, different domain, probably to a private, private to a public, uh, there is a, a, a difference uh, because uh, if you take it out and it's a useful thing, uh, if, if it's got an eye in, uh, then uh, you, if you did it by mistake, you'd be liable to khatat, uh, and, and if not, not. Uh, but if it's in terms of tumah, also there's no distinction between the different types of needles. Gemara says again, uh, is it really so that there is uh, they all the same? But none. or Torah. What happens if uh, a needle? Uh, who's it, it's got no eye now it's uh, it's uh, just literally a flat piece of metal with a sharp tip uh, or uh, what happens if the tip is removed so it's got an eye uh, but its tip has been removed uh, so it says uh, either the the hole is gone or which you know the eye uh, or the ukta the the, the point uh, uh, is is gone tohara that is now tahor because it is no longer fit for being a needle he says so he's forced to qualify again. He says, no, there's no difference between a whole needle uh, uh, the, the, uh, and, and any, uh, between two whole needles, there is no uh, difference. And what it says, sorry, if they are whole, uh, are you saying it's the same law with everything? Still not. Uh, it says, we learned in a Mishnah, Alata uh, it says, what happens if a needle uh, gets rust in it? Uh, if the question is, the, uh, the, the differentiation is, if it uh, will mess up the sewing, because it's got so much rust on, uh, then it would mess up uh, the, the thing that you sew, then it is tahora, that is defined as tahora, because now it has lost its usefulness as a utensil, as a needle. Vem love, however, uh, if it is still able to uh, um, uh, to to uh, the rust doesn't stop you sewing. It is tamay uh, still. Uh, it hasn't lost its uh, tumor, kanga uh, tumor. And in brackets now. Um, uh, so what what does that mean? Uh, I mean, it's not in the Gemara in brackets, but uh, in parentheses from a. Uh, the, the the flow of the argument. Ramelah Devariana Raviana says he uh, uh, that what is what is defined 
uh, about you know what is the definition of uh, where a a mark of a needle is. It's where uh, you can see it uh, after it's been stitched. Uh, that you can see some rust uh, over there. All right. So uh, again, Rav Ami is forced to qualify. Um, uh, it says ki kamalei uh, um uh, uh, Kamale. So he says, uh, I'm talking about a smooth uh, needle. Uh, that is, um, I'm not talking about a rusty needle. I'm talking about a smooth needle. There's no distinction between smooth needles. And again, uh, we have another thing. Uh, even when he talks about a smooth needle, uh, are they definitely the same? Vatanya, Machat, Bain, Nukuva, Bain, Aina, Nukuva. Uh, a needle, whether it's got an eye or not, or whether it doesn't have an eye, it can um, can it be moved uh, on Shabbat? Uh, and we said, um, uh, uh, we say that uh, the only reason, uh, you know, whether the needle has got an eye or not, is only in terms of tuma. So therefore, we see that uh, you know, the the issue is. Um, uh, even if the needle's smooth, the question is whether it's got an eye uh, or not. So uh, that is the, there is a distinction between that. And then what it says, uh, The only difference when there's no when there's um, uh, between these needles that have been formed is it's where they are just uh, uh, as yet unfinished. A similar word to a golem. Uh, in other words, it's a kind of uh, raw kind of material uh, and, uh, and 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 not the finished object. So that's why uh, it, if it, the needle has got uh, uh, it, if it's if it's not yet sharp, but uh, um, you know then uh, they they could be. Uh, no distinction ever. Uh, if the needle is finished, uh, it's got an eye uh, and, and used for sewing or doesn't have an eye, uh, it still is a utensil and therefore could become tummy. All right, we will uh, pick it up with the Mishnah uh, and, and, you know, next time Israel Hashem, everyone should have a good day.